Kessler here from Grunthal. Paul Kingsley with the 30-second board to five. Brian, the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallup. Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. Fox Racing Canada, Phoenix Handlebars, Guts Racing, 204 Skate Shop, and Throttle Syndicate make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by Fox Racing Canada. Go to the website, get yourself a catalog, memorize the damn thing, and then head on down to your local dealer like Maple Ridge Motorsports and uh, demand to see the latest and greatest from Fox Racing Canada. They've got the greatest kits head to toe. You'll be fitted right and protected well with Fox Racing Canada. Phoenix Handlebars is also on board with us. You can save 15% with Big MX15 at checkout at phoenixhandlebars.com. And last but certainly not least, uh, one of our best uh, supporters for the Big MX Radio podcast is Guts Racing. Andy Gregg over at Guts Racing wants you to know that it's not just seat covers, it's seat bases, foam, and everything else in between. They do fantastic work, and their stuff just lasts. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. I'm on all of these podcasts, this being episode 871 of Big MX Radio. With me on the line, a very special guest, someone that I've been had an eye on for quite some time, watching him come up through the Future West series over on the West Coast. Uh, he is He gets faster every single year. Uh, he was racing some nationals earlier this season, and uh, he's going to continuously improve he's coming back off injury right now it sounds like he's got a full bill of health that's what we got him on the podcast welcome to big mx radio devin smith yeah thank you for having me hey thanks for coming on the show and uh and giving us a little bit of a peek behind the curtain of uh the world of devin smith as well as racing professional motocross up here in the great white north which uh for those who are, are i have listeners all over the world but in the states they probably don't know uh that Mo- Man- or canada has some of the most beautiful tracks um known to man like there's some beautiful landscapes and uh and certainly uh where you're at um let's dive straight into it devin uh your story within the sport of motocross your parents own maple ridge uh motorsports absolutely amazing dealership uh out your way uh give us the 411 what is what is what do we need to know about devin smith yeah um well my parents ever since i've being here, they owned um, Maple Ridge Motorsports, and that's kind of what brought me into racing. I started riding when I was three years old, I think. Got a KDX 50, and then from there, started racing when I was four, and started on a um, KTM 50. And ever since then, I've loved racing dirt bikes and never stopped. 
Absolutely. Uh, one short hiatus off of the green machines to race uh, a little bit more competitive uh, KTM 50. But uh, back to the uh, to the uh, the pickles for uh, the 65, 85 Super Mini, I assume as well. And then uh, you jumped onto the big bike uh, back in 20, uh, 2018, uh, racing both indoors and out. Um, and uh, it, it was only a short two years ago. You still had red number plates on your bike, or red, uh, red numbers on your bike, which in, in Canada signifies a junior rider. Uh, and since then, you've uh, swapped those out for yellow plates, which, uh, for those who don't know, is means you're in the intermediate class or just one step below the pro class. And you even tried your hand at racing some pro nationals uh, this last summer. Um, like, it... It's it obviously with your parents owning a dealership and you doing a lot of riding. It's no surprise that you you've had uh, uh, like quite the 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 rise to uh, to getting some serious skills on two wheels. Um, but where does that uh, the motivation and the drive come from to want to continue to go faster every single year and and better yourself on two wheels? Um, yeah, I mean, I've all my friends are kind of getting better and my dad's always with me kind of pushing me a little bit and I've just, yeah, never really, never really wanted to stop. and just want to keep getting better. Fair enough. Just keep working at your craft, man. So who are some of the guys that you did battle with uh, in your earliest years? Maybe there's still some guys that are still hanging around and, uh, and competing with you to this day, but uh, who do you remember battling with the most on 65s and eighties when things start to get a little bit more competitive? Um, 65s and 80s, some of the guys that I was battling with a lot was, um, Luke Benson and Tyson Dubuque. Those were probably the two guys that I was always back and forth with one and two. So were you, uh, were you getting the better of them more often than not, or did they have your number? Um, I'm not really sure. Sometimes I was, I think I was sometimes up front, but we were all pretty much back and forth every race just throw throw a blanket over you guys every single race that's awesome man so uh tell me about the dealership it's clearly the uh the the family fun store uh it's it it looks amazing on the inside they have great displays uh but i imagine you've probably been running around that place uh as young as you could possibly run um what are your earliest memories of uh of of maple ridge how has it changed over the years and that's got to be a pretty special place for you yeah it's an awesome place I've been there forever um when i was really young my dad would always have kind of little odd jobs just for me to mess around with at the store so i would always go there on um weekends or another half half day on school and just kind of mess around there all day and I still still work there every once in a while doing some kind of mechanic work and everything um yeah it's definitely definitely grown a lot and gotten a lot lot cooler definitely it certainly helps to uh, to know your way around a garage when you're working on bikes especially when you're riding as much as you are i'd imagine prior to the injury a lot of seat time even in the off season going down to places like club mx um, but it's not just all moto for you. You're, you're also uh, a full-time student. You're in high school, obviously, uh, finishing up uh, grade 12 this year. Um, and, and you also, uh, uh, happen to, uh, take care of some cows, seven of them, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, that's just another thing that keeps you busy, man. Like, is, is there anything, is, do you even have spare time or is that just a myth to you? Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm still been doing online school for three years now, so I'm always usually at home. And when I'm not doing school, I'm taking care of the cows and do a lot of some fishing and mountain biking and all that stuff. So I'm always I'm always pretty busy doing that stuff and riding and all that. Definitely doing some riding. What would you say would be your favorite uh, uh, form of cross training? Like, obviously, riding the bike, one of the most important things when it comes to developing skill and mastery on two wheels. But you also need to train the body. You need to be a physical specimen, uh, maybe like a, a young Ryan Lockhart was back in his pro career. Eh, still is to, the, to, to a point. The guy could still sure as hell ride a whole lot longer than I can. Uh, but uh, what do you like to do to, uh, to keep yourself fit off the bike? Um, well, for the most part, I usually do some running, cycling, um, do a bit of mountain biking. And every once in a while, I'll do some gym work. But I'd say what I like doing the most is probably mountain biking. I found that really fun. Mountain biking. That's certain. Go ahead. Yeah, it's pretty close to, um, I mean, riding dirt bikes, I guess, get some jumps and stuff in there and some speed. So that's a lot of fun. No, just lover of of two wheels of all kinds. I totally connect with that man. I love getting out on my mountain bike, and uh, of course, when it comes to to, to Fox Racing Canada stuff, uh, I'm sure you're probably outfitted head to toe uh, with the the Fox uh, Racing mountain bike stuff. Um, you've been a Fox athlete for a long time now. JC Sites, uh, Danica White over there, uh, taking care of you, making sure that uh, you always have the sickest style. Um, like, tell me a little bit about working with those guys and. And, uh, and how special of a relationship that is to be able to represent a brand that's quite iconic within the sport. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, as far as I can remember, I've been wearing Fox gear since, I mean, I think I was wearing something else the first two years of since I started riding, and ever since then I've been wearing Fox. And our relationship with Fox has been awesome. JC and Danica and everyone with Fox is super, super helpful. Um they come to the JC comes to the races a lot with Dexter, so we always see him quite a bit. And yeah, Fox has been Fox has been awesome. Well, that's awesome. You know what? Uh, JC sites. Danica White, they're fantastic people. I love working with Fox Racing Canada. They've got great stuff, protective, head to toe. And uh, you know what, Devin? They just came out with that. Uh, basically, did did a full reboot on the footwear when it comes to uh, to motocross. I have a feeling you're in the instinct. Uh, but I actually wear the, uh, the the brand new motion boot. I have it in my hands right now. It's white. It's gorgeous. It's not going to look this way for long. Um, but uh, I, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I'm I'm looking forward to getting some some laps in these and uh, and seeing what that's all about. Um, like, give give me a little bit of insight on uh, on the the brand new Instinct boot because I know you've been uh, you've been wearing that once you've uh, gotten back on the bike here. Yeah, for sure. I've been wearing Instincts for quite a few years now, and they've always been an awesome boot. And they just came out with the new um, the new Instincts, and I think I've gone four or five rides on them, and they're the probably one of the comfiest boots I've I've ever worn. They're um they're definitely awesome. They're a step up from from last year's boots, and yeah, they're they're awesome. For sure. Like from what I've been told from Mark Finley over at Fox, he, he mentioned that same step in comfort that you're used to with the with the instinct, but a little bit more stiffness. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, for sure. They've uh right when you kind of try them on for the first time, they're a bit stiff and kind of 
bit hard to get your foot in, but after you walk around for a bit there, kind of, it feels like it almost molds to your foot and kind of shapes it all out, but they're um, definitely comfy. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, you've got some great kits out there. Hoping you'll uh, you'll send me some video of you uh, shredding shortly after this conversation. Uh, so, what were your some of your favorite tracks growing up? What what was the the lay of the land? Uh, where did you do most of your racing? And uh, do you have a home track? Like, is there one place like this is my spot? No one beats me here. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm in Mission, so I kind of grew up racing at or practicing and racing at um track at mission raceway so that's like 10 minutes from my house and that's probably the closest to me and then there's a couple tracks about 45 minutes away but the one in mission is definitely um that's definitely probably one of my favorite tracks fair enough then like, I, I have to ask you this question and it's totally okay if you just make me feel old at this point and 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 just like and, and rip my heart out but did you at all look up to Darcy Lange growing up, or do you like? I'm sure you know who who he is, but like, is that just not not even on your radar? Um, yeah. To be honest, I can't. Damn it. I really know who that is. Oh, I, I'm I, I'm I'm upset. He was he was a Fox <laughs> athlete back in the day, multi-time arena cross champion. Uh, but of course, uh, Darcy from from BC. Uh, a lot of uh, great races over in the Badlands, and uh, yeah, we're talking two-stroke days. Uh, heck, I think you were—I don't even—you weren't even born when he was racing uh, a lot, like Canadian Nationals, and 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 even had a short stint with Pro Circuit. So I don't—I don't fault you for that, but that does make me feel every bit of the 34 that I'm about to be next month. Um, <laughs> But uh, that's all, that's all right, man. Uh, I'll maybe have to s- send you some over some uh, some YouTube links so you can familiar yourself with some of his his fine work. Um, but who who did you look up to gr- growing up? Like who who are some of the guys that you looked up to and said, "Hey, I want to be there one day," and that's what helps drive you to uh, continue to get faster on two wheels. Yeah. Um, well, during um, kind of my time on little bikes, we always had. Um, some right, some top Canadian racers come down from um, from the East to race the Future West Arena Cross. Okay. That were sponsored by Maple Ridge Motorsports, and we always had Newf, Tyler Naglia, Jeremy, um, a couple other guys, and that was pretty awesome to be able to hang out with those guys. And I was I always wanted to be um, kind of that speed and at the top there. Certainly, and if you have an opportunity to look up to Ryan the Newf Lockhart, that probably means that you have a story to share about Salty. Uh, I I don't know why I just put you on the spot here, man, but do do you have a uh, a Ryan Lockhart story of whether it's just the advice that he had for you, whether it was useful, unuseful, or anything else in between? Um, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. We've always had some. Christmas parties at our house and everyone gets a little bit wild and did he end up Ryan's shirtless? Definitely one of those guys that gets a little wild. He's definitely ended up shirtless. Yeah. Fair enough. That's okay. That's okay. Yep. Uh, well then we'll just we'll just go with the like Christmas parties over the years as as your story for that. But uh, um, 
speaking of Christmas, it's like that's only what three no, less than three months away, uh, which also means that you'll probably be booking to, some time to go down south again. Of course, uh, you guys don't experience winter the same way we do here in Manitoba, uh, being minus 50 and all, but you still can't do uh, a whole lot of racing in Mission BC uh, in the middle of uh, middle of winter. Uh, so in the past, you've had down uh, you've headed down to do some riding places like uh, Club MX. Why did that? Why why choose a place to train like that and um and how often have you gone there uh to train in the off season sharpen your skills yeah i've been to went to club last year um or i guess this year before nationals and i was there for seven weeks i think and we're planning on going back down there for two months i think um next year before nationals again and that's definitely what i believe is the best training facility around it's it's awesome they got all the tracks and all the training, nutrition, and all that stuff. So the gym on, on the same property. So that's with, with there being winter down here and all the tracks frozen, there's nowhere to ride. So that's that. You, you got to head south. And, and that's awesome. Like where, where exactly are they located? I've never been myself. I would love to go at some point. Um, and uh, it must have been a pretty eye-opening experience from you for you the first time you went there, just seeing how many kids down there that go so fast and uh, and, and just putting all all kinds of seat time on the bikes. Uh, it's almost like a like a um, motocross day camp. Yeah, yeah. So they're just down in kind of by Charlotte, South Carolina. Okay. And it's um yeah, it was awesome. First time I was there, I didn't really know what to expect, but we pulled in the driveway it was it was awesome you can see all the tracks and everything and being able to ride with some of the top guys in the states like marsh banks and everyone they were all training down there in nicoletti so being able to ride with them on the same tracks and do motos was pretty cool how long are you able to hold on to guys like that is it is it a couple of corners is it uh is it half a lap or are they just gone yeah they're they're gone they're pretty quick Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, yeah, I think you're pretty quick in your own right. You were able to go down there and uh, and sharpen your skills, get faster, and uh, and then represent um, Maple Ridge Motorsports uh, all season long this last summer uh, until uh, you had an unfortunate injury. But uh, had some great showings uh, racing as an intermediate in the pro class for the uh, the Triple Crown Series. Tell me about preparing for that um, and, and why you decided to, uh, to to race some nationals this year. Uh, I think it was a success for you. Yeah, um, it was kind of, I guess, a last-minute thing. We, we kind of were, like, I think two or three weeks before we left for club um, is right when we decided that we were going to race the, um, the pro class around the whole circuit, so made a pretty quick decision about that. I went to club, got training done and headed to nationals. And I felt pretty good. It was um, definitely a lot of learning over the couple months, but um, got some good finishes and earned some pro points. Last year, I, I raced uh, <clears throat> one pro, one uh, one series and I earned, I earned one point. So first race back in Kamloops, I earned, I think, 10 points. So earned more points in one race than the whole season last year. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> no kidding, man. Well, it, it, certainly uh, a marked improvement from one year to the next. Uh, tell me about racing these different tracks. Uh, you don't have to get too far into just absolutely trashing Drumheller, but uh, w- what was uh, the what was it like riding these different tracks, coming to Pilot Mound for the very first time, uh, and then 
just the 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 dichotomy of uh terrain of racing on the on the west coast a lot of hard pack a lot of rock and then going straight over to the east coast where like it seems like every other track is just full bottomless sand uh how do you prepare for those types of things and uh and also just put yourself in a good position to uh do your best impression of a sponge and just learn yeah the tracks down where i am like um Kamloops and track and mission and all of that their mission is a sand track and Kamloops is kind of hard packed and soft and sand so that was that's pretty easy to get used to when I go down south but I'm not I never really raced on super hard pack like it was at um Drumheller that was something to get used to um but yeah once we get to down the east coast that's kind of more more like the tracks that are raced back at home well there you go so I uh, Safe to say that uh, uh, places like Gopher Dune, Sandalee, they they don't th- those those words don't scare you the way they scare me. <laughs> I mean, Gopher Dunes is that's a pretty gnarly track, but that's definitely one of my favorites. What was your best race of the year? Like, I don't even mean for for uh, results wise, but where did you feel like you had really started to hit your stride? Probably shortly before you uh, you ended up having a pretty gnarly injury, and you can kind of get to, get into that as well if you want. Yeah, um, well, first race at Kamloops was, I would say, one of the, one of the best of the year. I finished 11th. Um, I was super happy about that. And second moto, I had a bike failure, which was kind of bummed, but that was that's part of it. Um, but I'd say the one race that I was probably, like, most happy with was Gopher Dunes. I think I went 14-14 or 15-15, which wasn't my best overall result but the track was pretty gnarly it was the gnarliest track of the year and i was pretty happy to stay consistent and hold through the whole moto absolutely no like you said you, you really started to uh, gain some momentum throughout the series uh, it unfortunately came to a, a unfortunate halt but up until then looking very very strong good to see that you're back on the bike as recently as this past weekend um what like take it take us through the incident, uh, the uh, the hospital time and uh, and the recovery uh, there since after. Yeah, so that um, River Glade in New Brunswick, where it crashed, it was I think halfway through the first moto, and me and another rider came together right in front of the mechanics area, and we both went down pretty good. Um, I ended up puncturing my bowels. Um, so I, I ended up finishing the race, which that was pretty hard Ridiculous, to do. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And got back to the pits and that was, it was super painful. So I knew then that I had to, I had to stop. So called the ambulance and went to the hospital and got some, got some tests done, told me what happened. And I was there for, got there Sunday night and left Friday afternoon. So that was kind of kind of sucked being in the hospital for that long, but that was that. And I was off the bike for six, seven weeks until I was able to start riding again. So I was pretty stoked to be able to ride. No kidding. Uh, a, a, a grade 11 into 12, uh, grade 12 student uh, having to spend eight weeks off his motorcycle. Obviously, 
us Canadians, we're used to spending some time off the bike, but not when the uh, when the grass is green and the tracks are absolutely prime. Some some of the best riding days can be in the fall. Uh, you felt you had to miss out on a lot of that. What did you uh, keep yourself occupied with when you weren't able to get that throttle therapy? Um, well, pretty much when I got back home, I guess three weeks, three, four weeks into my, um, into like the healing process, I was able to start doing some more exercise and do more active stuff. So I started doing some more exercise and bike rides, running and started taking care of the cows again and doing all that sort of stuff. So what are your duties with these cows? Are you milking these cows? Are you getting them ready to become uh, like tomahawk steaks to send over to me? What's, what's, what, what, what are the, uh, the ins and outs of that? Yeah, we, um, we use them for beef. So we got, I think I have, well, I have two cows that I use for breeding and then raise those calves up and use those for beef. And that's why I sell off and that, that helps pay for some of the racing. Fair enough, man. Well, like, uh, like, safe to say, Devin Smith, not short on protein when it comes to the diet. Um, and speaking of which, like, fitness is a huge part of motocross. Uh, you're, you're a pretty fit guy in your own right. Uh, but how, what's your approach to, uh, to dieting? Is it, is it mom still cooking up most of the meals? Are you, are you following a particular plan? And, uh, and, and how important is that do you feel in your own program to make sure that your diet's on point or you just wing it? Um, well, when we went down to club of Mex, they have a full nutrition program that you can join and they'll cook you, um, three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, Monday to Friday. And they also have nutrition meetings. So they'll, they'll teach you about how to read the labels properly on all that stuff and eat properly and the amounts and all that. So, I had a journal at club that I wrote down all the exercises and um, all the food to eat and brought that back home and started started making sure I was eating good. What's something that you, you were eating on a regular basis that unfortunately now is on uh, on the no-go list? Um, probably Tim Hortons. I used to have quite a bit of Tim Hortons. That's Just... probably what my favorite is. Pretty much anything from Timmy's is a no-go. That's, uh, that's, that's, uh, I'm not surprised to hear that. I am disappointed, obviously, uh, being Canadian. I've found myself in a couple of Tim's drive throughs uh, myself, especially finding out the other day they have their cocky cards coming back. But uh, um, did you play any, any team sports growing up aside from racing moto? And uh, um, I, I assume you're pro- probably just uh, 365 on two wheels, but uh, did you do any, any other uh, team sports in any way? Um, in middle school in grade seven and eight, I think it was, okay. I played on the um, school team football. So I played football for a couple of years and that was, that was pretty fun, but that was kind of mixing with motocross and all that. So definitely had to choose motocross over football. Fair enough. Uh, football season usually runs right around the time that championships are being handed out. So completely understand on that side of things. Um, so yeah, totally understand. I played football myself. Um, so when it comes to your riding, like you, like I said, every time that I see you ride, you get faster. You you sharpen your skills and you continue to get closer to the tip of the spear as far as what your potential is on two wheels. 
How do you accomplish that? What is it that you work on, on and, and what do you work on consciously to be able to drop your lap times? Uh, because it's not just riding more intense. It's not even not just uh, putting your elbows up uh, like a young Ryan Lockhart. But um, like, what are some of the things that you particularly work on to make you a better racer every single time you, you get onto the tra- track to do some practicing? Um, yeah, when I practice, I'm always trying to go out there, do a couple hot laps. And I always, when I first go out, usually I try and focus a little bit more on technique and stay a bit more calm or not try and go so fast. Um, once I get kind of a good technique down and I can flow around better, then I'll bring my speed up and try and push. But that's kind of, that's kind of what I've been, what I've been doing. Just focusing on technique, maybe slow down to go faster. Uh, that's certainly a common theme among a lot of the elite of the sport. Um, let's let's just get a little bit personal here as far as uh, getting to know uh, Devin Smith a little bit. Imagine the two of us decide, like, I'm going to do two weeks down in club. We're, we're loading up the van and driving down, but I've let you be in control of the aux cord. Like, you're controlling the music the whole way down. Uh, it's a long drive, my friend. What are we listening to? What, what What's going to be on repeat more often than not? Uh, and, uh, yeah, what kind of music uh, do you do you find yourself listening to the most? Um, Probably, well, I like listening to I mean, rap and country, but I think that what I listen to the most is probably country. I like country's pretty, I like that stuff. Fair enough, country country fan. I can I can vibe with that. I I I don't know if the entire ride, I might have to take the aux cord away from you. Uh, maybe 15 hours in, if it's uh, if if things are sounding a little bit too repetitive. But uh, then we'll just flip things over to 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 rap, and we'll we'll just uh, we'll get it done that way. Uh, so you do homeschooling, and so how does that work? You're doing it correspondence. Uh, do you find them that you're able to uh, um nail yourself down and do all the lessons and stuff like that or 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 is it more difficult to uh than if you were just going to class obviously you i'm sure you were in public school at some point yeah um started doing online when i went into grade 10 um so i could kind of focus a bit more on writing and stuff throughout the week and i can do schoolwork i guess kind of whenever i want so that that's um that's kind of the big part but i think for me, going to school, I would definitely be better at getting work done. When I'm at home, I kind of wake up, go online, try and get some schoolwork done, and then I kind of try and find something better to do, like go ride my dirt bike or go fishing or something. But I'm kind of kind of a bit bad at getting schoolwork done online. Fair enough. I, I found, dude, I, I did, um, the last half of my business administration degree was all online. I did not enjoy that experience whatsoever. Uh, I just, if, if, unless you're the kind of person who can just get themselves up and just start pecking away at stuff, it's, uh, it's way too easy to just start get distracted with not even things that are, are more interesting. Like I'll throw on a load of laundry instead of uh, watching a lecture uh, back when I was in school. And that's just kind of like, I don't even know where the logic is there, but completely understand understand um your plans for 2023 uh do you plan to go south again uh obviously now with a full bill of health and uh, and, a, and i'm sure a few more weeks uh, of riding season left to go uh some outdoor riding and then also uh focus in on that future west arena cross series of which i'm sure you will be a, a contender in the the intermediate class yeah for sure i'll be uh be racing the future west arena cross i'm not sure 
when the dates kind of line up, but I'm definitely going to be heading down to Club MX again um, before the 2023 Nationals. Um, so I'll try and get as much riding as I can in the future West Green Cross before I head down, but I'm excited to be doing that. It's more before we were all kind of no spectators pitting outside. So now this is the first year since COVID started that spectators are allowed back and pitting's inside the barns and it's going to be, I guess, a pretty good show. Fair enough, man. Well, looking forward to that. Hopefully, I can uh, can make it out there for one of those, or uh, or perhaps I'll see you in in Calgary for that arena cross as well. Um, and Devin, I'd be remiss if I didn't give you an opportunity to thank some of your awesome sponsors. You've got uh, some great supporting cast to help you make this whole thing happen. Who do you have to thank? Yeah, I'd like to give a big thank you out to Maple Ridge Motorsports, Bartek Construction, Fox Canada. Canadian Kawasaki, Suspension Works, Atlas, Mobius, 100%, Matrix, um, Dunlop, Rhino Power, Mongoose, Kawasaki, and yeah. That's just about everybody. Uh, parents as well? Yeah, mom and dad. <laughs> awesome, man. Devin, this has been a pleasure, my friend. I hope that uh, you had some fun on the podcast. Uh, we'll definitely do this again sometime as you continue to grow within the sport. Um and uh, and and maybe we can have uh, you and uh, and 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 Lockhart on at the same time. I'm sure the two of you guys would get going pretty good. Swap some stories uh, about racing out uh, out out west. So uh, I, I appreciate you coming on to uh, to tell us a little bit about yourself, your program, and and also give some love to uh, to Maple Ridge. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for thanks for having me on. Anytime, my friend. Uh, it was a pleasure, and uh, we'll definitely do it again sometime. Do not hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there. And there he goes, my interview with Devin Smith here on the Big MX Radio Podcast. Can't thank him enough for coming on the show, giving us the 411, everything we needed to know about him and his young career that uh, will no doubt uh, hit some great heights over the years. Looking forward to seeing what's next for him, um, whether it's motocross, cows, tractors, everything else in between. I'm sure he's going to be uh, probably also logging some hours behind the desk at uh, Maple Ridge Motorsports. And uh, looking uh, forward to seeing how he'll do in the Future West Arena Cross Series coming up. That's going to be awesome and uh, excited for that as well. If you're not already following Devin Smith on Instagram, go check him out. He's a great follow. Um, tons of great content on there. It's Devin with a Y, so D-E-V-Y-N underscore Smith, S-M-I-T-H, 130. And uh, follow along, buckle up, because this kid is going to be uh, twisting the throttle and getting uh, uh, faster every single year. So go check them out, guys, and uh, and also support our sponsors. Big MX Radio has amazing sponsors in Fox Racing Canada, Phoenix Handlebars, and Guts Racing. Looking to add to that in the coming months, uh, but that's what we got for right now. Guts Racing is a, is a great sponsor of ours, and uh, what you can do is if you go to, if you're listening to this on Spotify, you can then uh, rate our podcast uh, on a scale of one to five, and uh, be honest, give me some feedback, screenshot your your review, and you'll be entered to win a full seat 
from Guts Racing. So uh, go check that out, guys. Uh, if you're on, if you're also if you're on uh, iTunes, same deal. Rate the podcast, screenshot what you said, and uh, I would really appreciate it. It uh, goes a long way in rating the podcast, getting more listeners on the show. So uh, do that. Pre- appreciate it. And if you if you do that. Send me the screenshot on DM on uh, on Instagram, and uh, you'll be entered to win a full seat from uh, our friends over at Guts Racing. Thanks again to Devin for uh, coming on the show, uh, and, and thanks, everybody, for taking the time to listen. Take care. <laughs>